0: Good afternoon and welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host Alan Wozni, and today this is episode number 86. And the studio we've chosen and Stefan Horsky, you're from this is Village Brewery. This is your studio.
1: This is Village Brewery. This is our beautiful studio. We're sitting in the tap room overlooking our production facility, so it's pretty cool.
0: It's amazing, and it literally—I don't know how many tanks you've got or vats. Are they called vats? What are those?
1: Tanks, vats, whatever, <laughs> whatever comes They're out. Massive. Places they hold beautiful liquid that we yeah. all like to drink. Yes.
0: So, Stephen, so thank you for agreeing to this podcast today, and I got to tell you, uh, you know, I, I, this area of town for me holds a little bit of history because I used to, way back in my high school days, I tr- delivered economy tractor parts in this area. So a lot has changed. But for you, what, what got you started in Village Brewery?
1: Well, we had a great founders group. There was uh, six partners that came together that had over 150 years of beer experience. And we all kind of became free agents at about the same time. And we decided to yeah. use our collective knowledge to go in and be the first brewery that started in Calgary in over a decade. And I think we were the first in Alberta in quite some time as well. So, um, nice. you know, our premise was is we wanted to be a social, sorry, private enterprise acting like a social enterprise. And since day right. one, we wanted to be Calgary's community brewery. Uh, with the Calgary Focus and uh, from day one we've been giving at least 10% of our net uh, back to into community events and nice. other artists or you know even some sports environments but mainly around the arts has been our focus and so it's been right. great it's been a wonderful ride Calgary has really supported us but it's been a lot of change
0: hence if we're looking around for the benefit of listeners that can't come in here You've got you've got these are local artists on the wall. This
1: is one local artist, and what we do is every two months we we feature a local artist. They bring in their art. Yeah. Um, and they it's like a gallery. almost. It, it is 100% a gallery, and they have uh, an art show or two. They're yeah. allowed, and and they basically wow. they, they sell some. Or they pour some beer and sell some art, and yeah. And it's uh, allows them to keep the majority of uh, the proceeds of what their art sells for, because you know obviously yeah. galleries, you know their business model is commission based, so the artists. Um, you know really they host appreciate. It here yeah
0: do you cross promote that I mean uh,
1: we do yeah for sure we you know we get it out there um, on our so, on our social media and we and, and invite people to come to the shows for nice. sure and then it's up to the artists also to to make sure there's people here to buy their art um, and so yeah like I said it's a two month cycle and uh, we love it and people seem to, to really enjoy it and
0: so the current artist can we name the current artist um,
1: I, believe, you know? I believe it's Mandys St- Oboe, but yeah. I'm not sure and sorry if I, if I butchered huh. the name um, <laughs> but yeah so it's wow. uh, and she does amazing work very she's local and it looks fantastic
0: so then also going on top of that artist you talk about there's musicians I see a lot of kind of the pictures on framed up those are musicians local Canadian Calgary art, artists as yeah well?
1: again same thing we've done a lot of programming where we we, we offer the local artists to come in here and the use, jam yeah do a jam use, use the room for for basically nothing we'll yeah. sell a few beers um and in, in some cases I actually keep some of the proceeds from the, the, the beer sales as well. So really it's just more of a, for us it's to bring people to community and also help the artist. So for if we bring people to the brewery, it builds community, obviously it helps people trial our beer, but it really helps the artist get their name out there in, in an environment where It's a dual
0: purpose or three, I mean community, people, artists and yourself.
1: 100% yeah and that's really what we've always built on, you know, you know it takes a village to, to raise a beer and a, and a beer to raise a village is what we've always said and so wow. it, it takes a community. and uh, So
0: the name Village literally is, we want to be a community, small, quaint, but yet get the word out.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's like, you know, obviously we believe in, you know, people say, why do you support all these events? Why do you support the community? And then our view is if you make, if we can help make the city vibrant, then people will want to live here and people will move here. And then if people move here, everybody wins. And and as a business owner, that if if you've got a, a vibrant population of people who want to be in a city, and you happen to have a, a brand that resonates with Calgarians, sure. then that's going to benefit you as well. So why not? It makes a lot of sense to help yeah. um, because inherently, a, it's the right thing to do, but b, it's also you know, it's it, you win you the, if you're playing the long game, you also win by by doing it right. Well, you
0: create that community and that brand. Yeah. It, to me, it sounds like you've got a real understanding of the branding and awareness with that uh, goes along with the community. So you're not here for a, a quick make a, make a few beers. It really sounds—it's a holistic approach. Yeah. Are you ever anywhere else in Calgary? How do I find? I mean, literally village brewery in the in the brewery yeah, pubs or.
1: Yeah, we're in probably three four hundred bars and pubs in Calgary and other I think we're in
0: this is a non-alcoholic podcast I must mention that (laughs) that's
1: right we're in there's 1500 liquor stores we're say in the province we are in probably about 55% of those but around Calgary we're in 90% 94% this
0: is your only location you don't have another brewery sub sub micro micro
1: no this is it and we're we're, we're located a little further away than most breweries are now because when we started we have to remember it was 2011 we were the third in Calgary the rules were very different the government the AGLC had very different rules and stipulations in terms of where we could start, how much oh, come capital on, you, was uh, needed? Uh, were you
0: born in, you're, you're from Calgary. I was there. born in Calgary. I yeah. Remember the old ALCBs, and they could then they had a few liquor stores. They, yeah, they released, a, yeah, right?
1: That's, that's a new. long time. That's, it's that's an a, early '90s stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about. It. Yeah. <laughs> we
0: used to go across. We used to go to BC for the uh, what is it the the um, uh, God, the blue as a you'd go yeah. to go, co- yeah. get coqueney yeah, because it was exciting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: But so, li- but so, literally, that's a huge change then. So, you kind of started here, meaning the regulation where you could be, like yeah, industrial? Well, where you versus-
1: could be, and also the. So, when we started, you had to show that you could produce a minimum of 5,000 hectoliters in annual production. Um, and so, obviously, that requires capital and yeah. it, it involves a bigger warehouse Volume. and a bigger facility. Yeah. The rule was also you couldn't have a tap room, you couldn't sell. Be, you couldn't even sell beer to yourself. So this where we're
0: sitting now. So you was, didn't have it.
1: We we had it, but it was only for tours and tasting. We were allowed to do tours and tasting. Okay. And that was it. Yeah. Um, and then over time, we actually got involved and helped start the small brewers association. And you know, we needed change to create a vibrant uh, industry. Wow. Which, so that's which a massive happened.
0: change then. Because oh, it's
1: huge. Yeah. So now, but it, it's interesting. You can see you go into Ramsey and you've got Brewery Flats there, and you've got yeah. some really great b- beers being served in there. Uh, you know, um, Old Beautiful and Dandy, just to name a couple. <laughs> That do a really great job, but they're really active tap rooms, right? So it's a little bit different business model. We're not running a tap room as much as they are. We're running more so of a manufacturing what do you mean the different, facility.
0: Okay, I understand that. Right. Yeah. But what do you mean the active tap room, meaning that that's their pr- primary business? Yeah, it's a
1: large part of it, right? And, like and, a bar? And, like, 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 Yeah, essentially it, it is It is more similar to a bar than, yeah. than but it's a, it's a normal known tap room most breweries around the world have that yeah. opportunity when we started here we didn't have it so our lo- location wow. that being said um, they do a great job and if, if given the opportunity to start today what would we do we'd probably do something very different than we, than we have Yeah. Now we're very fortunate that our business model is very sound brand. and we're doing well and we have a strong brand um and so we're not deviating from that model we're going to stick to what we know sure. um and that's what we I mean as a business person I encourage people to have a focused plan and stick to what what you know and know how to do well and right. do and execute well so, you know, what they're doing is wonderful. It allows people to experience craft beer on a different level. Well, it's um, incredible.
0: I, I mean, I go back to the, the Calgary Brewer, which is just obviously not far from here. Right. And the old Calgary beer the, the, with the buffalo head on it. And, and then they, of course, you know, the, in the day, traditional came in, or the... Tra- yeah, Big Rock, yeah. Big Rock came in, and they're still there. Are they still there? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Big Rock students, right. I mean, they, again, they're, they were the first, and Ed McNally was a pioneer of it. He was probably ahead of his time, you know, right. in 85 when they started. Um, you know a lot of us came through Big Rock I spent 10 great years at Big Rock did you and work at did uh, you yeah, work and, I owe, and, and, and the team there a lot of thanks yeah um, and they were truly the pioneers um, of it and uh, yeah because they were micro around.
0: not micro they were just craft beer
1: well back you, in the day it was, it wasn't called, it was called micro brewery versus craft brewery, right? Okay, okay. I mean, you can use the words interchangeably really, but you know, that's, and now they would be considered, you know, they still, the beer is still made the same way craft beer is made, right? but because of their size, they're put into a regional or microbrewery category, right? right. But their, their beer is certainly crafted no different than how we make our beer. Um, and is, so they're they're wonderful, you know. You know they've done a lot of wonderful things for the community sure. in Calgary as well. So,
0: but is that a tradition? Is it a, I don't know, a tradition? Is it something that's come across Canada or is it Alberta? Because as I said, eighteen years overseas, and he'd come in and say, wow, there's a lot of biker breweries. Is yeah. it just? Is it Alberta, BC, no, the no, same it's, across it's, across it's Canada? North, it's North
1: America. There's the U.S. boom in craft started yeah. about I'd say ten years ago, and it's, it's now. Right. You know, it's probably five ten years ahead of where we are. I mean, you've seen it across from the west coast to the east coast in, in, a, in Canada, like it's craft brewing is taking off, and yeah. and as the world wants to consume local products, I mean, it's just natural that there's more local products available to them. You know, sure. for example, even eight years ago, nine years ago, if you if you were in Red Deer and you asked what is local, they would have said Big Rock. Right. you're in Canmore If you were in Canmore, you would have said the
0: grizzly grizzly bear. Well,
1: grizzly it? paw was there, but people okay. would still, still said Big Rock. And now you've got Canmore Brewing. You've yeah. got uh, I think Black. Uh, like Banff Black, Avenue. Black and Dog. All those guys that are up there. Jasper as well. Avenue. Yeah. There's a
0: Jasper Beer Brewery. Yeah. I've seen. The,
1: the best example I give is if you go to Toronto, you know that Toronto is kind of made up of Mississauga, Scarborough, Oakville, Toronto. It's Burlington, kind of one thing in okay. Burlington. All those yeah. areas and that Golden Horseshoe. You know, back in the day, if you if you were in you know, in Scarborough and you said what's local and you got Look something that's... from Toronto, you'd be okay. Yeah. Right? Even if it was crafted in Toronto, that's okay, cool. But okay. now, people are truly looking for something that's brewed in
0: really Scarborough, local.
1: so super local. Yeah. Um, so, Micro-local. Yeah. Well, it is, hyper-local. <laughs> um, which is great. I mean, I think that, obviously, um, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits to that, that people who, he, uh, started with the 100-mile diet or 150-mile diet, whatever. It was people should consume you know yeah. for, for you know doing the responsible thing for the environment and i think the same thing you know that, that has led people to want to consume local products and support their local producers well and
0: having said that in terms of the waste and i, I only thought of that when you said that but your waste goes to farmers i understand and maybe it's not the same like yeah, there's that yeah. whatever yeah. that role or that what Absolutely. is it Our, sludge, well, spent, is it well, spent, sludge no
1: spent grains so your spent okay. grains are picked up you know they're picked up weekly by a local farmer and he, yeah. he helps feed his cattle you know, with that, with that extra feed. So I think every brewery does a pretty good job of where they can. Yeah. Re- reusing their. Pro- where you know, do you
0: get product. Where do you get your grains from? Because I know.
1: Oh, it's all Alberta-made, and, okay. and you know, 100. percent We try to support Alberta. We have some no. of the best barley in the world, so why wouldn't we? Right? Like it's. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, it's yeah.
0: local as well. Yeah. Now these contain these the vats or what do you call them? I'm, it's, what's a proper? Uh, a tank. Call it a tank. The a tank a
1: fermentation tank or vessel. Yeah.
0: But you were doing this. You were you and your partners. Some of you were actually doing it for a living. Yeah. And not right. in your basement or whatever. Yep. Some, but some, were some people doing that as well, and kind of making your own brew at the day.
1: Yeah, they, no, Alan, two of our partners, Alan, Rob, great guys. They they have been in the equipment business since nineteen ninety three. Right, right. So they, you know, again, rounding out our team. You know, we we started with. Um, and we still have you know knowledge in all functional disciplines of a business yeah. and, and, and I'm talking you know the not you
0: guys are brewers as well, yeah. like well you knew. We're,
1: we're brewers but we're also marketers we're sales we're finance people that yeah. have been around that yeah. collectively when we started we had 140 years and if you say so we're now we're getting close <laughs> to 200 years of collective experience yeah. right yeah. Um, in a very changing beer world which is uh, you know we're all trying to navigate because uh, as, as, it is changing competitions high economy sure. you know there's some there's some headwinds for sure um, but that's that's evolution and that's
0: life now something and this is a little bit off of it was i was at the calgary food bank and yeah. i saw the bread yes and then that triggered i know there's in the uk particularly they use that bread and they make hops or not that hops they make a, a brew right have you heard of that trend or is
1: yeah it... yeah i've actually read recently read articles where um breweries were taking um old bread whether from restaurants yeah that, and or leftover from bakeries that they couldn't sell and they were turning it into a product, yeah. And there's and, and there's a lot of things that we've, we've you know, we've piloted a few things. For example, you know, a lot of our spent, some of our spent grains have been made into dog treats and, and various other things. So you're <laughs> always trying, yeah, you're always trying to do the right thing. Right. Um, you know, what's interesting is, is one thing that breweries aren't very good at, including us, and we're looking to solve that, is um, our usage of water. I mean, we're lucky that we have so much fresh water here. But, right. But it's, uh, you know, for you know for every one or two liters you make you use eight or nine in a brewery, in, in a brewery in no process yeah. so we actually we're actually piloting a few things right now that I can't speak sure. too directly on yep. but I think generally I think all the brewers try to do the right things um from the environmental perspective I think it's I think look we all have to be responsible to to this beautiful planet that we're on yep. and I think breweries you know are trying and they're adapting well to to make sure they're doing the right thing and in our case too it's you know on, on the top of the six packs or four caps are these little cappers, little black plastic pieces that, right. aren't, that aren't recyclable. Um, but a lot of breweries like ourselves, we take them back um, and use and, them again. And, and then we'll reuse them. Or because the know,
0: old ones that, yeah. if you remember, and you might remember the way old, back, the
1: old duck that got stuck. Yeah, down in the, yeah, down in the, the guy yeah.
0: ju- he jumped off the in Princess yeah. Island. Yeah. yeah, broke his leg, yeah. saving Ed the duck, or I don't yeah. know if it's Ed the duck, but
1: I remember it well. Yeah,
0: and my, you know, literally to this day, I get that if it's for coke bottles or beer bottles, yeah. and I cut that, yeah,
1: you cut I it. I cut the, this, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so now we have these. On top of those, the, the those high comb plastic rings, there's, there's the plastic ones that go on top, and, yeah. and I think I would say the great majority of breweries are accepting those back, even though they're a different color than the ones they may use. Sure. but they're still trying to reuse and do the right thing, right? So it's a it's a small part of what everybody's doing, but uh, you know everybody's you know we're, I think we're all good you know citizens to the environment and to the communities sure. in which we operate in. Yeah.
0: But that so that wasted, I mean, just your garbage. If you take pure garbage, that as you said the. the the hops, or no, uh, sorry for my yeah. lack of knowledge. The spent grain. Like spent grain, yeah. that's, yeah. It, that's it. So that goes off to the farmers for pig feed or other feed. Yeah, yeah. For and
1: cattle feed usually. Cattle yeah. feed,
0: yeah. And then you've got, but your wastage, in terms of, the, do you recycle, resi- the water gets, do you water do... Water resi- typically
1: goes back into the, in, the, in, the, in the city system, okay. yeah. which is cleaned and put down the river the same way waste would be. Yeah. So it is purified. So it's not, I mean, again, it goes downstream, it gets used again. Um, A silly be-
0: question, does the water have to be, does the city... Because if, imagine if you had a volume. Yeah, they, they
1: keep track on all the facilities in terms of what's being put in back into the system for sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: okay. So, I mean, for you guys, now, the, the six of you, what's, I mean, obviously drinking a good brew is with that competition. That You said you mentioned something about using less water, but that's just probably your process. Is there anything new, because literally this is new for me, this right. micro brewing. What's down the road for for microbrewing and and your for, for Bill's brewing?
1: Well, I think uh, look. First off, right now we're in a you know we have hyper competition in Calgary. If I look at what yeah. we're facing because of the I think the changes in, in the in the rules for the AGLC, a lot more people started up. And I think a, a, a Alberta back,
0: Government Liquor, you, Liquor Control is Alberta that Gaming
1: Liquor Commission. Okay. yeah, okay. Yeah, so they did a great job administering things. But you know, obviously, we they want to create the NDP government did a great job by creating vibrancy. In craft beer. Right. They really wanted to remove red tape and, and the barriers to enter. Is that so, some of
0: the changes you saw then with that? The,
1: yeah, and I would say it started Yeah, when, you know, it, it's been going on for the last five to four four to six years, sure. and uh, so it's been great, but it's created this wonderful, we have 40 breweries in Calgary today, right, and different communities, and, and the zoning's changed, you don't have to be like where we are in light industrial, right. you can be right. in a community like in Ramsey, um, so that's wonderful. Now what we're seeing though is Forty—that's a lot—and I know that you know. And in Alberta, we have over—you know—it's getting close to 120, I believe. So, so super vibrant. But 120
0: like, in Alberta, 120 yeah, microbreweries yeah. across the. I
1: just put in perspective: we were the, I think, the 13th in 2011, 13th year <clears throat> license. So it's, sure. it's grown tenfold in, in eight nine years, um, which is great. That being said, you know. Hyper competition, you know, the population in Alberta hasn't been economically. We know it. We there's ain't. going to
0: be some, like the oil companies. Yeah. Too many oil companies. Yeah. Suddenly, there's going to be a, a consolidation, yeah. or perhaps
1: something's going to happen. Some yeah. some failures, and we unfortunately have seen a couple failures. One at Edmonton, one in Calgary in the last kind of six to seven months. Um, but that being said, I mean, the beer, the beer, it's always going to be healthy. The local scene's always going to be great. I think yeah. from from our perspective, you just have to focus on what you're good at, right? And in our yeah. case, is is pivoting as well. So. You know, we have become more of a beverage company. You know, we have a village cider that we started producing two years nice. ago. Um, Just we, apple or peach or yeah, it's, it's apple. Um, yeah. And then we've also in J- July of last year, knowing that a lot of people were actually asking for a craft non-alcoholic product. We, oh, that you showed me that now, earlier in yeah. the
0: hallway. You get those two signs the non-alcoholic so we, yeah, version.
1: So, so village local's been available since the summer, and it's been a big success. And and we we launched a second local brand, which is now stouts. We have a uh, so it's taking paleo. the same.
0: Taking the same yeah. process, and right? Just, and you remove it. I mean, look. Let's let's backtrack because I like. Don't no ask me
1: the process. Come I don't on, know how the beer come helps. on. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. no. It's so you just, take it, the alcohol out. Yeah, basically the alcohol's out, so it's point <laughs> three. But the one. flavor's
0: there. Like the the.
1: In, in our case, we've been look. It's counterintuitive to have full flavor when you have to strip out some of the sugar. It's like having
0: a duels. I'm sure who drinks a duels. We used to but joke about so, that, but so, some people so do like So you make
1: it. A, you make the best beer you can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and so I think we've done that. Our brewmaster Jeremy's done a great job and and we're the products available throughout the province where you know co-op has been a big supporter as an example um and yeah. so yeah so so you know the so our, our, our drinkers love it yeah that, so that we can you can buy it in, re, in uh, grocery retail you, yeah. you can buy it in, in alcohol retail you yeah. can buy it in you know i was up at a, at a backcountry lodge last august and Somehow, and they had some, and somehow there's our beer um, being served, and it was on the BC side. So obviously, I don't know. They probably would have picked it up through their food distributor. That is there an interprovincial
0: barriers, or you can sell? Yes.
1: Oh. Yeah. It, we Alberta, we should. Everybody should should pat ourselves in the back that we are the biggest free trader. Um, every brewery in the country and beyond uh, can sell beer into Alberta. It is very difficult for Alberta breweries to go out. Yeah, I think. We have, you know, Saskatchewan and Manitoba have become reasonable and become better. Right. But to sell beer in BC and Ontario, it's completely prohibitive. They
0: tax it, or they just don't allow it. No, they just don't allow it. So, but that's just protectionism of their their it local. It is,
1: and they'll say you, yeah, you know, there's, you know, I'll be candid. There's all sorts of rules that I would call non tariff barriers. The tariffs are the same. Yeah. But they have category managers, and you have to apply eight months in advance, and it just makes it, it makes it very wow. difficult. And and so as a result, if you actually did an analysis of Alberta beers. On shelves in Ontario and BC, uh, and then versus the other way around, it'd you get more. Sh- lo- it'd be shocking, but uh, you know a lot of people don't realize that cause there's been a lot of. You know, there's also been Alberta has been mired in lawsuits around some of the, the AGLC's policies that that have, have happened. Sure, but truly we are a great free trader, and that's that's how we should wow. be. But it does create again talking about that competition; it makes it harder because we are not just competing against other Alberta. You got brands. the inter- you got import we've brands, got, or- we've got every Canadian brewery that wants to sell beer in Alberta can't. Right, where if we want to sell beer in Ontario, you know what? You're not going to go through the loopholes to do it because you're, you're going to get rejected. The red and,
0: tape. So that's really the red tape. Yeah, Rob, uh, come on, Rob Ford's a big drinker, is you know. Yeah, but
1: again, like... like <laughs> or his got, brother
0: was. Well, <laughs> I don't know. They've got their policies. Was the other way? No, Rob Ford, yeah. Bill Ford, I don't Yeah. The brothers are now running. I,
1: I wish it was... A, I think we we would all wish that we could get our beer into some of those markets, sure. specifically BC and Ontario. So down I'm, south, I'm, forget down little, south. Little, you're not... No, you can... Go, actually, it's way easier to go down south than it is... It would be to go into provincially, to be honest if it's a very different distribution system and, right. don't, and don't forget people drink local beer and you know here you are another beer coming into that so you're gonna so again, you're gonna you really stick, have to make inroads our view is stick to what you know and, yeah. and what we know is is building community around beer and sure. for us our focus is calgary and of course we do sell into edmonton and other parts of the province because we are in the government warehouse so our beer can go everywhere but you know you wait you wait know,
0: so a government warehouse
1: yeah, it's, it's all the beer typically. If you produce your own beer in Alberta. Yeah. Or, or, or Do I'll, they have I'll, a physical warehouse or the virtual government no, warehouse? No, no, no. It's a government warehouse. So so anybody who doesn't produce their own beer, yeah. or even if you do, so we can ship our beer to a company called Connect Logistics. Oh, okay. Connect Logistics ships um, to every every liquor store and bar will order through Connect. Uh, and the reason they do that because all the spirits that come from St. Wow. Smirnyov, they all go through the government warehouse. So when government exited actually the retail stores in the early 90s yeah or the whatever. lcb they, is a, yeah. yeah What they did is...
0: So Stefan, just to, yeah sorry to continue that thought to close that off with the government yeah. of Alberta so it's called Connection First
1: no Connect Logistics oh, sorry. so it's a it's the it's our government warehouse so all the liquor that basically is coming from out of province whether yeah. it's a wine or a spirit or a beer is shipped through that warehouse. So
0: they control distribution to all...
1: Yeah, but I mean, anybody can order whatever, whatever goes in there. So now the restaurant and the bar, they look at it, or the retailer, and they say, I want to order. They go order. there. So they go to connect, yes. Yeah.
0: And they can't come to you? They can. Oh, no, no. Oh. If, you,
1: if you produce your beer in the province, you yeah. can also ship it direct.
0: So right? speaking of that, so are you tech-enabled? Do you have an app, or just people... Does those bar, that guy way in the mountains, right. backwoods, he obviously got it from somebody. Was it through this distribution or your app?
1: Oh, it would have had to be through a liquor store. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, right just recently actually from a distribution, Skip the Dishes is just offered uh, alcohol the, the alcohol delivery so
0: limits like to 12 or so. There's some i don't even know we have not w-
1: we are looking at it um i know the first that I saw breweries was Old beautiful got involved in that right um so so typically that the, the common distribution is still through the, the private liquor store or coming to the brewery directly and buying beer from us right right so but for us it's you know we, we would rather have people go to, to our bars and enjoy a pint at the bar support the local bars sure um and and support the local liquor store If people want to come here and you know yes we have six packs available uh, but it's not a core piece of our strategy. For us, it's we would rather have people um, supporting the accounts that, that we service as well.
0: So, yeah, the so the other, but are you, do you, I mean, this is where I go into tech. Are you, do you talk to their systems, say the bar or the, the anybody who's distributing in Canada or in Canada, right. Alberta? Do you guys have an app and you're connected no, together? No, no, because,
1: I mean, the challenge is, is, is I, I would argue that a lot of, the, I think it's coming. Certainly, yeah. but a lot of the bars that are ordering, they're ordering through multiple different they're ordering through different breweries directly through connect directly they're ordering through larger liquor stores that, yeah. that can so um, it would just be a lot of apps so there's there, yeah we haven't gotten to that point yet um, i mean our, our our reps certainly use technology when they're out selling to understand where our distribution is so we well, the our, data there's
0: so much data yeah. you've got well for, you've got artists you've got uh, yeah. your, your 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 customers and your clients and the, the ones you sell to yeah. there's a lot of data points how do you capture? How do you manage that? Yeah, so you... we
1: have a we have a CRM system that our, yeah. our sales and marketing guys use, and, and oh, okay. it just, it's we're just starting to figure out how do we capture everything. But obviously, right now it's focusing on you know where we have those relationships and yeah, yeah. and how we're servicing them, what they need, what their needs are. Sure. Um, and and so that's you know we've been doing that for a number of months now. It's a bit fairly new to us, but uh, I would say yeah we could do yeah. A better. Well, I job mean, to, to your point about the apps,
0: it's there's not wouldn't be multiple apps. It'd be your apps talking to their apps. And that that's that they call it the APIs so like you like right. you log into C I B C or R B C yeah. you pay your bills and max bill. Right. That's those two APIs are talking yeah. that Yeah, does. so
1: people order like for us we have to we're an agent of the government, so when people people don't actually pay village, they pay AGLC and then AGLC will remit our take their taxes and yeah. remit their portion back to us. I love that system because um Perfect. we don't have any receivables. Um, and, and, and the AGLC obviously being in charge of, of alcohol and liquor, they're, they're they I they collect they collect it for the government. They're, they collect for the government, which is a good way. So they're always getting paid. They're like that
0: village. Was it the guy, you know the old king and you come and collect it? Was it the guy that used to come to the village and yeah. collect the taxes or yeah, pretty much? It's, it's
1: the right way to do it. I mean, in my <laughs> opinion, they they're handling that. So yeah. um and it's a control piece, which which uh, which we're
0: happy about. I'm kind of laughing. I'm just thinking when you were, <laughs> the village idiot called and well we got some yeah. beer for him. I don't know. There's your there's your ad if you haven't done it.
1: Well, yeah, we we, <laughs> we just haven't figured out how to, <laughs> it it gets suggested a lot, you know, as, as we have obviously <laughs> characters as our brand. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's one that we've we played with. So, you know, you know the village,
0: the village village idiot called is it is this yeah. is this ale, IPA on tap? Yeah, it is.
1: What we actually do use is don't be the village idiot. You know, don't be the village idiot. Don't drink and drive. Right. That's a good. It's how responsible, we it, right? You know, trying to be on the responsible, on responsible messaging. So I don't think we'll ever see it on the product, but you never know. Yeah. Oh, good. Marketing guys are clever.
0: So I mean, we we kind of touched on this, but to, to, to head at home, Stefan, literally, what what do you think is real important? I mean, the competition. You've talked about that. Is there anything else in terms of your success, what you can control going forward, uh, is going to impact your business
1: the next two three walk, years? Look, we entered. We had a we had a sound business plan. Yeah. This is going to sound very cliche, but we had a very good business plan. Um, we stayed focused to it, yeah. we didn't, we didn't, uh, it's easy to, you know, squirrel, go chase something else. Um, we, we pivoted when we had to pivot and we yeah. continued to do that. Um, but really when it comes down to our values of being community focused, we just haven't relented, you know, we aren't, um, you know, we're not going to deviate from that. And we just want to be the brewery. And I think if you go out there, you know, we've been the people's choice in Calgary for beer sure. for the last four years. Um, people know us as that brewery that does the right thing for the community. And the brewing community is great. Like they do, every brewery doing some really good things. For us, that has been something that we, you know, we hang our hat on and we sponsor over three to four, you know, usually between 350 and 400 local events every year. I'm thinking
0: beer gardens I'm thinking stampede beer gardens
1: no and not even stampede I mean yeah so we have some bigger that's events that's simple I'm a simple I, events, I think but, simple but we do, we do a lot of you know small little you know charity events in the yeah. neighborhood that you've probably never heard of um, you know really we just want our you know we feel that if we can help people with their events whether it's knowledge or even a bit of a price break on it or we sure. support them with you know surprising and all of that um, or even a lot of times a donation and whatever it is is that you know obviously our beer is getting into the hands of Calgarians.
0: Do you teach people how to I mean is it something you've done where you just teach people how and how to do their own micro home brewery or is not that-
1: uh we've we've had people come here for sure. Like we do, yeah. we, we do, it and we we do a tour, and people can make a cask, and we really? have a test brew system that we've had people come and 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 work alongside. It's not something we, again, timing
0: their own cask. You mean they could have, they could make their own cask? Yeah, using yeah, your yeah we do, and... We
1: use it to actually support some of the fundraisers that we do. Like we'll 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 auction off a cask party where nice. you can come here and make your twenty liter cask with one of our brewers. You learn about the process. You nice. have a couple of beers. You know. Two weeks later, it's it's ready to take it home. Two weeks, it's home. Yeah, it can be less. I mean, really, it just needs typically, that's how we let it it sit there for a couple weeks. so All the flavors they've put into it come out. Um, So, yeah, it's a great initiative. We've raised a lot of money for charity with that initiative by doing that. So, uh, it's not something that we can offer to the public, typically. I mean, obviously, I'm sure if somebody called and really wanted one, we could arrange something. Just just, just because of our systems and, and timing and seasonality, you know, coming this time of year we're we'll really brewing beer to get ready for the summer months and then summer do you in, in keep it in storage
0: free. i mean just as a do you have storage or no? yeah we have
1: we have a big cooler in the back and then we have an off-site storage we have twelve thousand square feet you know a few wow. blocks away from here that we okay. have a lot of our dry goods.
0: refrigerated or oh okay well
1: both it's refrigerated and dry goods okay
0: yeah. so just i mean this is more my curiosity what's the average time from start to finish on a of a a tank
1: Uh, on on an ale you're gonna look at uh, 11 to 12 days yeah and a lager you're gonna be 90 to 22 days
0: longer for longer yeah I always said because I said ales take longer cuz that thick and no, whatever No, so yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's the opposite. So so yeah, so we you know we're always you know we have a, our village logger as our logger. <laughs> village uh, I'm sorry,
0: the village idiot, he's going to yeah. drink the logger. Yeah.
1: So 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 that takes one takes longer. A little, yeah. Wow. So so obviously your cost of logger cuz obviously you don't have that, to keep that ins- you don't have that tank. Yes. Yeah. Tank space available to you, but you know what, you know, we're not going to cut a corner. We're just going to you know But that's a okay.
0: I think I mean going back to my history, the beer just a beer was a was a lager. Yeah. But ale is kind of an acquired taste, and I guess right. you you offer both. Yeah. Big, yeah. <laughs> big German beer. That's right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you look at it, actually, it's interesting. Like the the, the 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 bulk of the beer even sold now, if you go to you know you know go to one of these these great craft beer halls and say, hey, what's your number one seller? Yeah. They're gonna say something that's blonder lager ish, right? Like the reality is is. Um, a good portion of the craft consumer still likes to drink something that's lighter and re- more refreshing and crisp. Yeah. And then obviously you've got, on the other side, you can have some really, you know, you got triple IPAs, high alcohol content and all oh, yeah. of that. The reality is, is how many of those can you have, So, but right?
0: IPA is, is Indian Pale Ale, but it's just a, a way of brewing it?
1: Yeah, it's a style of beer. It's typically hoppy. And it's yeah. and, 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 and what you've seen over the years is that you, you, they're being brewed to higher alcohol contents as well. Yeah. Right. And so typically you're going to see a lot of the IPAs in the market are kind of 6 six to 7.5%. Right. Um, That's heavy.
0: Everything, the old export, was it export? Was that 6%? I mean... You,
1: yeah, that was heavy. Yeah. So yeah. it's really changed. But again, people aren't having, you know, you're going to have one or two of those. And you're, um, and you're and, done. And, and you're done. <laughs> I'm uh, done. And, 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 uh, I am too, right? And I, and I love a good IPA. Yeah. So, but if I know that I'm out or am I, I'm at home, I'm going to have two of them. And, and that's enough but if i'm drinking one of our blondes which is four and a half percent alcohol then you know i can i can sure you know i can have a few more of those and feel okay about
0: so i'm looking you've got six on, is it six i'm looking over on your tap well six we've got tap? a
1: few that aren't on tap there right now but um yeah we have uh don't test me with all the products <laughs> that we have now what's yeah, on yeah no no
0: that's fine but so that that's kind of your typical this is your tap room yeah, and then you've got the the customers, and there's looks like the band could play over there with the yeah, band plays in the corner or here on the uh, this place here. Oh no no, because this yeah, is yeah no no. I'm just looking behind. Just, Open into the, uh, the no, that's just that's just a, a little uh,
1: place that people can just, a landing kinda, if they if you like the noise and the smells then you can sit out there and enjoy a so Really
0: yeasty. That's this. What I'm smelling is kind of the yeasty yeah. hops.
1: That's right. And yeah. It's heavy.
0: Yeah. And it, but it's a
1: lot. It's a lot. Of you drink.
0: guys don't like. I mean, you. You guys don't notice it as much, or do you? Because I, 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 noticed when I came out of the parking lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, different times of day, you get different smells. Depends what what part of the process they're working on. Um, wow. So right now, yeah, we've got a brew in, and they're you know they're moving it around. So yeah, I mean, again, like it's it's an interesting smell. Like my my son is ten. He can't stand being anywhere near yeah. his property. Um, <laughs> where I know people who just can sit here all day long and enjoy it, right? What's
0: well, kind of unique. Stuff. It's almost like, a, I, I don't know, it's got a farming sense to it, like you're around something like agriculture, but you're not. And it, yeah, but no, it's
1: very, it's very ag-related, like if yeah. you look at how we support, um, you know, through, through just the support of our, our raw materials coming yeah, into the product.
0: Yeah, from local farmers. Yeah, and,
1: it, and it's a cycle, Then our products go back, and, you know, we give them, the you know, That's whoever wonderful. wants to come pick them up and, and take the spent grains away. So it's kind of a bit of a full, full circle, and I think it's not village doesn't do, is the, only, the great majority of breweries do the
0: same thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. And it's actually beneficial for everybody. The farmer gets some feed. The brewery, I love the name. The I'm sure. The brewery sorry. gets rid of
0: their. I love the village idiot name. Yeah.
1: I know you're on that. <laughs> I, just,
0: I can't get off of it. Yeah. Well, well, we'll end it with that step. And really, thank you so much for your time, too. Yeah, hey,
1: appreciate your time. Thanks.